This is Life is Lead episode 30 for Saturday, February 21, 2015. We're back. We're live. We're back. This is Life is Lead episode 30. Nerds yelling at microphones about things. It's a podcast. It's a thing with stuff. We're we're it's like we're new at this all over again. Hi, I'm Jesse Hanna, and joining me today, once again, as always, is my younger brother and co-host from the frozen north of Flagstaff, Arizona. It's Aaron. How are you doing today? Doing all right. Awesome. So yeah, we're back. Uh, it's been a little while. We're still alive. Yep. Not not dead yet. Uh, just both been busy with real life. Uh, lots of stuff going on for both of us. You've had school. I've had work and all kinds of stuff going on. And we had also, I, had, I don't think we were really entirely satisfied with like the old format of the show. Like talking about news, a, a bit of talking about other stuff, but not really. So uh, we, what we really wanted to do, I think, is get back to our roots of being nerds yelling at microphones about things. So that's what we're going to do. Is that what this show is always about? I don't remember. We, we, we are now going to bring you 100% more nerds yelling at microphones about things. Uh, it'll in, case still... there wasn't any, what, in case there wasn't any to begin with. Uh, it'll still be just the two of us, but there will be a lot more of us yelling at microphones. Just about about whatever we want, whatever we want to talk about. We're going we're gonna to try to have like one shared topic and then one or two other topics each that we talk about each week. It could be video games, it could be anime, it could be uh, who knows, whatever, whatever we feel like. But that's what it's going to be going forward. Uh, we're not really going to cover very much by way of video game or anime news or anything like that. Uh, we, we might every once in a while, if it's something that is relevant to whatever we happen to be into at the time but if you do want to get more by way of current video game news uh, i highly recommend scott johnson's uh and not really new anymore he's been doing it for a couple months now but he he now has a twice weekly video game video game podcast called boop b-o-o-p so go look for that uh frogpants.com is where you can find that and if you want anime news, uh, I always recommend the Crunchyroll blog. That's always a great source to go to for that. That means, In other words, you want news, go look for it. Yeah. Uh, if you want news, you can know where to find it. That's just where we would recommend uh, checking out if, if, you, if you want our recommendation. So there you go. Let's get into it. Uh, the biggest thing I think that's really happened since we last recorded regularly is the launch of World of Warcraft Warlords of Draenor. Or do I mean World of Warcraft Warlords of Garrisons? Or Garrisons. do I mean World of Warcraft War Garrisons of Garrisons? Or, or Garrisons. Just, Garrisons. Just Garrisons. Did I mention Garrisons? Also, there's Garrisons. Garrisons. Garrisons everywhere. Pretty much. <laughs> I, the, the Garrison feature in Warlords of Draenor. Like when they announced it first, it's like, oh, cool, we're getting player housing. And then they told us more about it, and we went, oh, crap, they're not giving us player housing. They're giving us player towns. And that's, they, that's, they've delivered. Yep, Holy cow, have they delivered. <laughs> I've spent more time in my garrison. I've, I've got my rogue up to level 100. Uh, I've got my alliance DK, who I used my boost to 90 on. Uh, she's not quite 91. But I've spent far and away more time in my garrison than anything else this expansion. And yet, I don't feel like I've really uh, missed 
all that much or been not doing anything because there is so much to do in your garrisons. You're always sending your followers on missions, you're upgrading buildings, you're doing your mining, you're doing your uh, picking herbs. There's there's just so much stuff to do in there, and you get lots of good stuff from it. Uh, running, uh, having your followers run missions can get you gold. It can get you uh, garrison resources that you use to build stuff or to send your followers on more missions. It can it can even get you gear. Uh, you you can get all the way up to LFR quality gear from. Just doing almost practically nothing but garrisons. Heck, I, I got about two levels, I think from like 94 to 96 on my rogue, was almost nothing but garrisons. Yeah, some of the uh, follower missions can give your character experience points, too. Uh, there's just so much to do in your garrisons, and they, holy cow, have, have they made something awesome with those. Everywhere. Word, word is that they're still evaluating whether or not to make garrison's a continuing thing from expansion to expansion going forward i, I, I think mind that. i i think it would be a mistake for them not to really maybe make the uh like account wide uh progress maybe. instead of just uh just like exclusive to each character yeah maybe although uh, it is it is kind of nice uh, or at least i can see it being kind of nice being able to have different sets of buildings f- across each of your characters like you have different professions for each of your characters I can I can see how it'd be useful to have the different sets of buildings to be able to get those benefits from them to send to your other alts. So I but but yeah I guess some account account bound progression would be nice, but just generally speaking I I I think they've really done something awesome. I think it would certainly make it a lot more alt friendly. Yeah, I, it's not the dailies grind that Pandaria was as far as leveling alts, but I. It it is a little bit grindy. That's that is true. But Warlords is definitely a more alt friendly expansion than Pandaria was, and part yeah, of that true. part of that I think is due to the quest story progression just being so dang good in this expansion. I that's like something you're building that outposts in places. Yeah, I you you can't really you feel say like you're doing things. Yeah, I, you can't really say that the quest progression was bad necessarily in other expansions i compared it's just, to it's so much better here compared to other wow expansions yeah but compared to like other games uh their their wow has pretty much always been at or near the top of the line when it comes to making you feel involved in the story uh, that's one big problem that elder scrolls online had was you play an elder scrolls game to feel like you are the center of the universe you are the savior of everything and then in Elder Scrolls Online, you just feel like one of however many hundreds of thousands of people thrown into a world. Well, that's the that's the thing of MMOs is that's that's the trick of MMOs. I would say is yeah. making the individual player feel important. And WoW's always done pretty good with that, but with Warlords of Draenor, they have done awesome with it. You're at the at the start of the expansion. You're thrown. Ba- from level 90 you're thrown basically into a suicide mission to go through the dark portal and stop the iron horde uh, spoilers uh, if if you really didn't already know that that this is what happened it's been out since november <laughs> it it, it, it kind of has been out for a while and if you wanted to know what goes on you've probably played it already but you're, you're you go or through the dark portal capacity. 
you go through the dark portal basically on a suicide mission to close the portal and stop the iron horde from coming through and that everything explodes and yes you do that you make things explode massively and then you go through this quest to help the you start on the series of quests to help establish your faction in Draenor with either the Frostwolf orcs if you're on the Horde or with the Draenei in Shadowmoon Valley if you're on the Alliance. Quick sidebar, Shadowmoon Valley is gorgeous. It's absolutely beautiful. If you have a Horde character that you've got high enough level to get out there, do it. Or if you can boost an Alliance character to 90 or can get an Alliance character to 90, do it. It's that worth it just to see Shadowmoon Valley. It's beautiful. I haven't had just going out into the open in a zone make my draw drop like that since deep home in cataclysm i'm just and, waiting for nagrand i'm still leveling i haven't gotten to nagrand yet nagrand is a lot like how it was in outland just without the floating islands that's fine with me I, it, it it's still beautiful and they've once again blizzard's art and design teams have absolutely knocked it out of the park with the uh, zone design in Warlords of Draenor. A anyway, but getting back to it, the, the quest design as well does an excellent job of guiding you through the entire continent, of always giving you more things to do, more quests, more progression to work on, and making you feel important and like a key player in the story that they've really done a great job of having it be engaging and making you want to do more. Uh, I've I've absolutely loved it and I'm I'm working on my uh my sec getting my second character to 100 now my uh DK uh my alliance side gnome DK with bright green punk hair. <laughs> because why not? Yep, and also mostly because I want to see the ridiculousness of a gnome on a giant death charger. But I, uh, it, it it always it it makes you feel important. It makes the story makes you feel like the center of everything going on, and you know that there are other people doing the same thing. But like your garrison is instanced uh, or phased really, and when you walk past some of the uh, grunts that are. In there doing doing defense uh, to to d help defend your garrison, they'll stop and they'll salute you, and it's awesome. And that's how they do that: is lots and lots of phasing. Yes, uh, there uh, there there is some black magic going on on the on server side with garrisons as well to make it feel as seamless as it does. Uh, you, it's not like going into an instance; you just walk right up to your garrison and boom it's your garrison and you you can invite other people to your garrison by having them join your party and whoever the party leader is that's whose garrison you're in stuff like that it's awesome there's a i i could go on for hours about it i'm not going to here well I, I i guess i could because it's our podcast but we've got a lot of other stuff that we want to talk about but yeah garrisons are awesome the quest story progression, which garrisons are very well integrated into, by the way. That's awesome. And the music in this expansion is phenomenal. Uh, Russell Brower is actually a magician. He does things with music to just give so much emotion. And there are some pretty 
emotionally intense moments. Uh, uh, I'm torn on whether or not I want to talk about them because some of the things later in the story might still be spoilers for some people, and I don't want to spoil them. Play the game. But just trust me when I say that there are some great emotionally intense moments that are amplified a million times by the quality of the music. If you can pick up the soundtrack, uh, either if you got the collector's edition like I did, or pick it up on iTunes or Amazon Music or wherever you can find it, it's it's worth it. It may be my favorite of the expansion soundtracks. And Pandaria was great. Wrath of Witch King was great. Those were great soundtracks. But Warlords of Draenor might be my favorite one. It, it's that good. So, Aaron, what's what level is your main up to again? 90... 98. 98. Although I think he's like on the very edge of 99. Ah, very nice. I haven't played it a couple days. Yeah, so you're... Actually, you probably could go to Nagrand. Uh, you're mostly in, what, Spires of Varric right now? I think I just started that, yeah. Okay, then then you should be going to Nagrand soon. Uh, yeah. So so what's the leveling... Uh, I've, I've, I've talked endlessly about what it's been like for me. What's the, what's the experience of it been like for you? Uh, how's, uh, well, how's your garrison coming along? How are you liking it? Uh, well, it's fun. I'm enjoying it. The zones are freaking massive, though, which kind of makes me wish that they did include flying <laughs> oh. in the expansion. I, I, Not because, yeah. oh, I'm lazy, but because, wow, these zones were clearly designed with flying in mind. Well, I, I, I don't know if it's genuine, if, if it's so much that as the fact that they are genuinely massive zones and i gorgrond especially that zone is made for flying i i think i've only seen about half of gorgrond it's it's, yeah it's immense these zones are huge and then there's one part in the middle of the zone where there's a whole bunch of level 100s fighting each other oh yeah there's that don't try to walk through that yeah seriously well, and then and then there's Pound Fist, which you'll there always be people camping out in different parts of Gorgrond who've been there for eight, ten hours, trying waiting for him to spawn to try to get in on a kill for the the mount that he drops. But yeah, oh, th- thank you for bringing that up again because I I would have mentioned it if I'd remembered because I haven't had very much time to play the last couple of days. But those zones in in Warlords, Blizzard haven't been skimping on the amount of just sheer landmass that they're giving you. I, there's no new race, there's no new class, none of that in this expansion, but the sheer amount of just physical area and content in the new expansion, yeah, I, I, much. I think makes up for it, more than makes up for it. Yeah. I also started the uh, legendary ring quest. Yes, uh, I'm I'm somewhere on that. I don't remember where I am exactly, but well, I'm maybe by the time I catch up with it, they will have released the next raid. Maybe who knows? It hit Blizzard. <laughs> I, I fourteen month <laughs> contact gap, but they had to miss to do you any favors. It, it was brutal, and I think I think they've learned from that not to have that same sort of gap between contents again i i i don't think we're gonna get that again with warlords i think they're gonna they're they're gonna nip that in the bud and not let that happen again i think yeah hopefully all right well i think that that just about was it was there really anything else that you wanted to talk about with uh warlords i don't think or so. that does that pretty much cover it all right yeah i i there was there was something else I was gonna say. I can't remember what it was though. So uh, it involved if, garrisons. 
I don't think it did, but I don't oh. remember what it was. Anyway, I'll I'll come back to it if I remember it later. But I that's that I think that's pretty much gonna cover it for Warlords of Draenor. So before we move on though, one more one more quest. Oh, I remember what it was. I I did get my legendary cloak on my rogue right before uh Warlords came out, and I made a last minute last ditch push to try to get it on my priest, and it came down to where I would need like three of the oh I forget what they're called but three of like the last set of tokens that you needed to get to drop from raid bosses I came down to having five bosses left in the last lockout of Pandaria before Warlords launched and needing three tokens to drop and I got two so oh. I ca- I came that close to getting my second legendary cloak, but Man. just short. Oh, I was I was so mad. But uh, that's that's how the RNG is sometimes. It, it the RNG can be a harsh mistress. Yep. Anyway, before we move on, one question: Overwatch, yes, yes, or yes, all of the above. Yes, the correct answer. That is the correct answer. We will be talking more about Overwatch later. Uh, next next week, I'll re- recommend a couple of podcasts about Overwatch that that I've been listening to, uh, and we'll, we'll we'll definitely be talking more about Overwatch as we get closer to actually knowing more about Overwatch. But if if you haven't seen the cinematic for it yet from BlizzCon, go watch the Overwatch cinematic and. When you collect your jaw from the floor, let us know what you thought of it because it's amazing. It's going to be a hell of a thing. All right, so what I the, the topic that I wanted to talk about is this week is the fact that I bought a PS4. Yeah, and I think it was back in like September or October. It was like not long after. It was all, practically right after the last episode that we uh, managed to get published. There was one other episode since then that we tried to record like right after but a bunch of technical glitches meant that it turned out unusable for no discernible reason whatsoever so yeah but yeah anyway i now have a ps4 why did i get a ps4 uh i'll talk about that in a bit first uh some of the games that i have for it that i've really been enjoying uh diablo 3 reaper of souls ultimate evil edition uh, I still maintain that sitting on a couch with a controller is just about the optimal way to play Diablo 3. It's a great, just a great couch gaming experience to sit down, have the controller with it. And I, I love that on the controller, you have separate controls for moving around, for attacking a thing, for picking up something, and not having to just click on the screen and hope that you don't accidentally click on something you didn't mean to click on or holding down the shift key to fire in a circle around you without moving and to a- avoid moving when you meant to attack. Uh, it's the, the controls are great. The adaptation of the user interfaces is great. It's just a great gaming experience. And even if you already have it on the PC, I would strongly recommend picking up uh, Diablo 3 for a console if you have one. Because I just I just paid to have a the dodge button. Oh, the, like it's the, probably not that hard, <laughs> like space bar to dodge button on computer. Well, it, on it's PC. 
the controls of Diablo 3 on the console are just that good that I would strongly recommend that even if you already have Diablo 3 for PC, picking it up for console as well. It, do characters it, sync between the PC version and console versions? They do not, and that's Dang. that's that's disappointing because I've still got like my uh, high level. Is he seventy yet? I don't even remember if he's seventy yet. But I've got my demon hunter that I've spent most of my time in the game on on the PC, and characters can't be brought from PC to console or vice versa. Mm. If you had the original version of Diablo three on PS three or Xbox three sixty, you can port that to any other version of of reaper of souls for console so i ported my uh my monk that i had on ps3 to reaper of souls on my ps4 but anyway that uh, diablo 3 on the ps4 is just as great an experience as it was on the ps3 i i highly recommend it middle earth shadow of mordor is uh I've, i've streamed it a few times on my twitch channel and basically all it comes down to is slaughter urukai every day you get in it, it it's basically assassin's creed in middle earth except instead of sneaking through crowds looking for specific targets to kill you're sneaking through hordes of urukai and every once in a while backstabbing one and every once in a while just busting out your sword and slaughtering them wholesale it's it's ridiculous it's violent and gory, so don't play it with little kids in the room. But do play it. Man, is it just cathartic sometimes to get in there and just go to town. It's The story's not a whole lot to speak of. It's meh. Uh, Illidan Stormrage is Gollum. So uh, that. Or the voice actor who played Illidan Stormrage, I should say, Liam O'Brien, is Gollum. So there's that. And the, the, the first time that I encountered Gollum in the game, I could have sworn it was... Andy Serkis, who obviously played him in the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies, but I really, really, all you need from it, uh, uh, what you should go into it expecting to get the most out of it, is just slaughtering tons of orcs. And Pretty if much. if that's if that's all you want from a game, then hey, you will not be disappointed by Shadow of Mordor. Just know that if you're going to try and play it on a computer, you have to have at least a somewhat good computer. Because I tried, tried playing it on my computer, got lots of frame drops to sub-20 frames per second. Yeah, it is It is pretty taxing. I, I'd I'd say the best it was, experience... It was painful to play. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I wanted to play it, but my computer was just like, no. The, the best like, experience oh. for it is definitely on a newer higher-end PC or on a next-gen console, either Xbox One or PS4. Uh, I I do also really like the mechanic where, like, the orcs can... The, there's, like, the officer hierarchy of Urukai, and, like, if you kill one officer, another orc will come in to take his place, and every once in a while there will be infighting, and one orc will take over another's spot... Or you can mind control some of the Urukai and get your cronies into the officer structure. And if one of them, and if an orc kills you, he can get promoted to being an officer. And when you go find him again and fight him, he'll remember you and he'll taunt you. It, it's pretty fun. But yeah, it it it's a, all around. It's a pretty taxing game on on your computer if you're playing it on PC. So I'd I'd. 
I would recommend it if you do have a high enough PC to meet at least the minimum. Uh, well, no, not the minimum. I'd say if you have the recommended requirements, play it on PC. If you don't, then get it on a console because it's it, it it's it's a fun game. I'd say it's worth playing. It's worth checking out, but it it is kind of taxing uh, technically. So, but definitely do check out Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor. Destiny is, uh, I actually got my PS4 with the uh, Destiny limited edition bundle. So it's the white PS4, the white DualShock controller, and came with Destiny. And a lot of people have been really disappointed and complaining about how Destiny, oh, it was supposed to be this whole MMO experience. They didn't deliver on that. It's lame. A lot of people have complained about that. But at face I, value, it's good. At, at face value, it's a game where you just jump in and you shoot things. And that's fine. for that being what it does, it's pretty good at it. It's mechanically a very sound first-person shooter. And it's got good weapon selection, good customizability, good range of things that you can... Uh, of uh, gear and armor and things to do in the game. You can either go through the story missions, which is what I've mostly been working on, or you can go into the Crucible, which is PvP, and there are lots of different ways to collect different currencies, different marks, that sort of thing, to get gear. And so it, it's it's a pretty mechanically sound, or very mechanically sound, really, first-person shooter. Don't go into it expecting to ask a whole lot of the story. I mean... It's Bungie, we know that, but uh, if, seriously, don't. If you're a fan of the story in Halo, which I kind of am, it's all right for what it is, it's a decent story, then y you won't be too disappointed. If you're going into it expecting like a full MMORPG storyline, then it's not quite going to live up to that, but that's really not what it's trying to be. It's, it's, people, people were, I, I, I think either Bungie misdelivered on the marketing or people misdelivered on what they were expecting of it but destiny really isn't an mmo per se it's it's a shooter where yeah there's kind of a common area that you can go to where you buy all the stuff and things like that that's sort of the main city and there are lots of other people in there but when you go into the zones where the actual missions happen you're only in there with a few different people so I guess it's kind of instanced, really, more than being just a, a larger MMO-type experience. And again, that's perfectly fine. You just don't ask, don't go into it expecting a whole, with, with too great of expectations of what you're going to get from it, besides a mechanically solid first-person shooter. And it, if if you look at it like that, then the other stuff that you get being in the zones with a few other players, the occasional random events that all of you can get together and take out while you're all uh, in the middle of whatever it is that you happen to be in that zone doing, whatever mission you happen to be working on, uh, those those are nice bonuses if you're not going into it expecting WoW in first-person shooter form, say. Uh, generally speaking, really, it's a, it's a first-person shooter Diablo with occasional multiplayer just thrown in together a few people at a time with a much worse loot RNG. 
and and that for me hey that's i'm perfectly fine with that that's uh, i don't want to ask a whole lot more of it because it's it's fun to jump into every once in a while and just shoot things that's that's perfectly fine with me so i've i've been enjoying that as well and the last couple of games that i've really been playing on my ps4 are Final Fantasy XIV Realm Reborn and MLB XIV The Show, both of which I played on my PS3, both of which look better on the PS4 than they did on the PS3. But other than that, there's not really a whole lot of difference between them to to speak of, really. So all that being said, all, the, all that about the games I play on it, why did I get a PS4? Well, speaking, af- speaking after the fact, the DualShock 4 controller is excellent it, it's i really like the xbox c60 and the dualshock 3 controllers the dualshock 4 controller is my favorite controller now remote play with the ps vita is amazing uh, occasionally there are some issues with connection quality even like within the same house but there's really not a whole lot of lag uh, of controls you controlling things on the vita and it going through like you're able to go play you you can play destiny remotely with the ps vita and for for being a a twitch based a twitch reaction shooter that's that's pretty impressive to be able to do that uh from a remote control and the integrated twitch streaming is it's all right it's pretty good i've used it a few times with shadow of mordor i have the playstation camera so i've got my little picture in picture camera up there with the chat right below it and then the game video and that's that's fine that's fun uh the reason that i got it really was because of games that were starting to come out for the next generation of consoles i felt like i i i I, it was really destiny i think i wanted to play destiny and i'd been looking at the ps4 uh, destiny bundle and said hey I could get this on PS3, but then I'll be playing it at not really the optimal experience of being able to play it. I can afford to get a PS4, so I might as well get it. And so what I got it for is games that are coming out, and not not so much exclusives for the PS4 yet, there aren't a whole lot of those yet, but games that are coming out now, current games, are are more and more, were when I got it, more and more starting to come out for next-gen consoles, and I, I figured, hey, I'm... I want to get these games. I might as well get them for the most recent console so that I can get as much life out of it as as I can as as opposed to getting one later in the console release cycle and only being able to play it for a few years. And hey, if you're on a budget and we'll get to Aaron's section in a moment, but if you're on a budget and you want access to a larger library of games and you don't care about PS4 exclusives or about current gen games that are coming out for the PS3 and PS4, then the PS3 is still a perfectly good option. You 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 can still get a PS3 and not be lacking for content for it or things to do on it. But if you can afford it, if you want next-gen versions of current games, or if you want the PS4 exclusives, or if you want things like remote play with the Vita or the integrated streaming, then... I I would say that the PS4 is worth it. It's it's a solid console. I I do really like it, I, and I've I've been having a lot of fun with it. That being said, Aaron, you just got a PS3. Yep, got one for Christmas. 
It's beautiful. I love it. And how I love it... seeing it next to my 360 and Wii U. It's beautiful. <laughs> it, is, it is quite the sight to behold. Yeah. So, so you've got you've got the set now. You've got a Xbox 360, a PS3, and a Wii U. So, uh, how yep. how how do you like it compared to the others? Uh, as far as like the games that you have for it, just generally speaking, uh, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, it's a it's a pretty good system. I, the the controller is pretty nice. I like I I found it weird at first how springy the the triggers were, but I got used to that. Yeah, it takes some getting used to compared to uh the feel of the 360 triggers. Uh the 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 triggers are kind of mushier and the layout uh with the thumbsticks next to each other instead of uh how the 360 is laid out. It it takes a bit of getting used to if that's what you if that's what you were already used to. But but yeah, uh so do you like it better, worse? What do you think of it compared to the others? Um I don't know. I like it about the same as the other controllers. Cool. And, yeah. And so what 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 games do you have for it right now? What have what have you been playing the most on it? And I, I basically have uh four games and three of them are Japanese RPGs. <laughs> yeah, that's uh And that's basically why I got it is for all of the RPGs. Let it be said that that's why I got my PS3 as well is for all the JRPGs. Actually really there's Tales of Kingdom Hearts, but well, that aside. But those 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 are those are perfectly fine. Those those are great JRPGs. Yeah. And then also maybe for like some other. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I was about to say something, but well, I lost track of my brain. Anyway, that that be that being said, so you you like your you like your PS3? Yeah, I like it. It's cool. nice. Yeah, I am. I'm stroking it right now. And so I I would I would like I said I would recommend picking up Diablo three for it. I uh, if even if you can just uh, borrow it at some point from someone or hey i could i could mail you my copy because diablo 3 on the ps3 is uh on on console is a lot of you fun. know what with how my computer is getting to be that might not be such a bad idea yeah <laughs> but uh it's getting up there in age but yeah so uh for for games that i would recommend for ps3 uh, diablo 3 i'd also recommend nino kuni uh, that's, yeah, I've been I've been trying to get that one as well. It's it's really good. I've I've finally gotten around to playing a little bit of of it on my PS3, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, there's also the Final Fantasy 13 series. I've still been working my way very slowly through the first of those. Uh, it it's still completely on rails, but it's it's all right. It's fun for what it is. Mm-hmm. There's the Final Fantasy X X2 HD remaster. There's uh oh another one that I got that I haven't had a chance to play yet is oh what's it called Drakengard Drakengard 3 uh I've I've got that for my PS3 I've been meaning to play that as well and then there's also the oh and the name just escaped me uh our friend uh, Jill uh, Blue Fire when she's in the chat room she's not now but shout out uh she likes it she's a big fan of it been Disgaea that's another one Yeah that, okay I think I've heard of that one I I've been meaning All I know about it are Demon penguins. Uh, that what? What more do you need? Uh, demon that's penguins. True. That's demon penguins. All that you need to. Convincing I, on its own. I even before I knew about the demon penguins, I wanted to try out that series. I've been meaning to pick up one or two of those games for my for my Vita, actually. Uh, so that's that's another series that I'd recommend looking into for the PS3. But yeah, uh, so I, I guess if you uh, if you are still trying to decide whether or not to get a ps3 whether to get a ps4 instead i think uh, if if you're anything like us 
the defining uh, or the definitive argument in favor of the PS3 is all of the JRPGs. There's so many great JRPGs available for the PS3 that uh, it's it, it, and support it, for it isn't going to stop for a while. Oh so. no, uh, they they were putting out new PS2 games until just a couple years ago, so they're going to yeah. keep they're going to keep making PS3 games. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to Persona 5, which is going to be coming out what is it, sometime this year. And there was a trailer for it put up uh, just recently. We'll, we'll have a link to that in the show notes, I think. Uh, there was a trailer for it, and that's going to be coming out for both PS3 and PS4. I, it was originally going to be just PS3, but they, they announced that it is going to be out on PS4 as well. And so I'm looking forward to that. But if you want to play, uh, if, you, if, you, if you want JRPGs, if you want all the JRPGs, just go, you can just, you're perfectly fine going with just the PS3 because... They're going to keep making games for it. It's already got an enormous library of really good games for it. If you get PlayStation Plus, then you get a couple of free games every month for basically the price of one game a year. I'd, I'd say that the PS3 is still definitely a really good buy if if you don't already have one and you, you can't afford or don't want to spend the money yet on a PS4. I think that's pretty much uh, going to cover our place. Uh, this has been PlayStation Talk here on Life is Leet. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's pretty much going to cover it for this week. Uh, next week, I think we're going to talk something about something entirely different. Something entirely different. Yes. Uh, really. I think we're both going to video games. I think we're both going to talk about Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. I'm nearly done with Omega Ruby, so we'll, we'll really we can, you're nearly done. Nearly done. I, I, I beat it within the first week. Well, that's because you're insane. You. When Pokemon Black and White came out in Japan, you ordered Pokemon White in Japanese. You couldn't read a single character of Japanese, and you beat that in a week. Yep. You're just insane. Yep. Uh, but I'm, I'm nearly done with Omega Ruby. I'll be done with it by next Saturday, so we will talk about those games then. I'll also be talking about a couple of different anime series that I've been watching, Cross Game and Sailor Moon Crystal, both of which I think I've mentioned on past episodes, but I'll I'll get more into them on next week's episode. Uh, what are you going to be talking about, Aaron? I'll be talking about games that I've been playing with friends lately, particularly Smash Bros. and the classic Dungeons & Dragons. Ah, excellent, excellent, Along excellent. Along with JoJo's. Always talk about JoJo's. Oh, yes. Always. more more ne- Never not JoJo's. Yes. Anyway, that's that's pretty much going to do it for this episode. Feels great to be back, doesn't it? Yeah, kind of does. <laughs> kind of. Well, uh, it, 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 we're. I I know that we were kind of on radio silence on Facebook and Twitter and whatnot for a while, but we're we're going to try to we're we're going to get back to scheduling. We're, uh, regular we're still recordings. alive. We're still alive. We're still here. We're, we're still we're doing gonna, science. We're going to still doing science. Uh, I swear for, to you, if it's still alive is not the end. It's not the end. <laughs> I will put you down i i sadly still alive as i did not think of that i, I can Do probably it. bring it up uh i i give me give me a minute anyway while i'm doing that if you want to find our show notes our uh links to all the stuff that we do uh downloads of the episode links to our facebook twitter google plus pages everything our rss feed itunes links to subscribe to the show you can find all of that at our website lifeiselite.com we're on Facebook at, at fb.me slash lifeisleet, on Twitter at at lifeisleet, on Google Plus at plus lifeisleet podcast. And when we record new episodes, we do live stream them. They're pretty much always going to be Saturday afternoons going forward. Once again, that's our old time slot. 
don't really see any reason to change. Uh, keep an eye on Facebook and Twitter for when we go live, and that will always be at lifeisleet.com slash live. There's a chat room widget in there if you want to hang out, chat with us during the show. We'd love to have you. We don't have anyone in there right now. This was kind of short notice. But going forward, uh, we'd love it if you join us. I'm Jesse. I write this thing, so if anything at all in it is wrong, blame me. All the stuff that I do is at jbhanna.net or at, at jbhanna. Uh, where can people find you, Aaron? Uh, places. Places with stuff. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's 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 good enough. Most places on the internet. All right. Uh, well, when you when you stream stuff online, you're at if I what, ever do. Yeah, every once in a while you do. Occasionally you do. It's twitch.tv/plato0. Like, well, never. Uh, I'm at twitch.tv slash jbhanna, uh, and whenever either of us streams stuff, keep an eye on our Facebook or Twitter feeds for details. Uh, if you want to contact the show with comments, suggestions, anything, audio attachments, whatever you want to send us, send all that to us at podcast at lifeislete.com. That's going to do it for this episode. Thanks for listening. It's great to be back. Uh, for me, for Aaron... Everyone within the sound of my voice, till next time, take care. Keep on doing science. Keep on doing science. All right, now I'm going to cut that and go to the actual ending theme so Aww. that we don't get a uh, oh, takedown well. notice. At least you made it happen. Anyway, that's going to do it for this episode. Have a, have a great week, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.